Welcome back to the Straight Up Sports Talk podcast. It's Grant Covey alongside Sam Thillman. As usual, we got a special guest coming on the podcast today. I don't know why I'm talking so fast. I'll slow it down a little bit for you guys. Don't worry. You won't have to keep up with that pace for the entire episode. But if you do, I think, uh, I think on like Apple Podcasts, you can change the speed of which you listen to a podcast, which I did not realize until a couple of weeks ago, Sam that you can actually change the speed. So you can listen to a podcast actually two times as fast as it was actually recorded. Do you know that? I did not. I don't, I don't yeah. see the point of doing that though. Well, I guess if you have like, I, I don't know. I guess that's the same thing. Like people that read books fast get, I don't know. I guess if you, if your mind can process the information faster than you listen to it faster. But you're yeah. not hearing words. It's just like a scramble. So what's the point? Of- well, you can understand it, but you really have to be focused. See, when I listen to podcasts, I'm normally working, doing other things. Not, I'm not just sitting there listening to a podcast because, I mean, people my age, Sam, our age, we ha- we, it's like we have to be doing something all the time, whether it's scrolling through Twitter while we're listening to a podcast or, uh, you know, on the job while listening to a podcast, we can't just sit and listen to a podcast like old people used to sit and listen to the radio, but yeah, that's yeah. because we have more stuff at our availability. But if you do listen to us on Apple podcasts, my point is you can listen to us two times as fast, a 30 minute episode now it's 15 minute episode, but yeah, on Apple podcasts, you can listen to it at half the speed, which is really freaky because it's like we're speaking in slow motion. You can listen to it at normal speed, one and a half times and then two times the speed, which I just figured out a while back and it's kind of freaky. I can get down with the one and a half times. The two times is a little much for me, Sam. I'm going to stick with the one times. That's good enough for me trying to focus and do homework and go on my laptop. One, one time speed is plenty enough for me. Oh, I can definitely, I'll definitely stay with the one time speed, but I can do one and a half if I'm in a pinch, I guess. I don't, I don't really know. But uh, all right. Well, without further ado, let's bring on our guest for today, Caleb. Uh, how do you say your last name? Anglin? Anglin? I don't know. It's spelled weird in Zoom. Caleb, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, man. I'm just living life. Did I pronounce your last name right? You did. Okay. All right. That's Not good. many people yes. can get it either, so good job. I was worried. All right. <laughs> that, that, no, we're good. All right. That, that's all we needed you for. Thanks for coming on the podcast. <laughs> all right. No, but seriously, thanks for joining us. And uh, Caleb, who uh, works up at Ball State, did some stuff with WCRD, dabbing into the podcast world uh, with us as well. So, Caleb, how, is, uh, how has your life been uh, since March, since we last talked? I think it was uh, a Friday in March. We had math class together. It was the last time we spoke. <laughs> We did, yeah. <clears throat> After I dropped the class, yeah. Um, <laughs> life's been pretty exciting. Um, we started a new job at Pizza King here in my hometown, so that's exciting. Um, it's a bummer that sports had to take a quick stop for a second, but it's getting back going here shortly, so I'm excited for all that. Yeah, it is getting back here shortly, and we're looking forward to that, and that's kind of the reason we had you on today. Obviously, an indie guy. Colts, Pacers is your main focus, but obviously we pay attention to the whole sports landscape. You got a Jets jersey on currently. Not sure how I feel about that, but <laughs> I guess we can keep you on. Um, but yeah, pro sports leagues, they're starting to return. They're rolling out their plans to return. And 
quite honestly, each plan is a little bit different. And I don't really know if we expected to have the same plan for each sport that comes back, but I kind of thought it might be a little similar, but these plans are totally different. Caleb, I'll start with you. Uh, we're going to start with, with the NBA's return on July 31st. We talked about it in our last episode, but I want to get your thoughts on it here real quick. Their return, July 31st, modified ending to the regular season and then a start in the playoffs that ends on October 12th uh, if an NBA Finals Game 7 is necessary. Your thoughts on the NBA's return to action plan? I, you know, I think it's, I think it's exciting. Um, I know it's, it's going to be in Disneyland. I think it's Disneyland or Disney World, one of the two, but um, I think that's super exciting. You know, it's a good atmosphere too. It's, I mean, when you go to a Disney park, you feel, you feel excited. So that's just going to be even more excited for the players. I feel like um, they're more motivated than ever to get a championship. You know, I've heard a lot of people say that, you know, whoever wins is going to have an asterisk next to their name because this is an unusual season. Um, but I think, you know, having an eight-game regular season – and then going right into the playoffs will be – I think eight games is good enough to get everybody back into it. And I can't wait to see how the um, – I believe they're doing like a – if they if need be, they're going to do like a, the eighth, seventh seeds are going to fight to get into a playoff spot. I think that's going to be something and very intriguing um, along with the playoffs. I think – you know, I just want Pacers basketball to be back, NBA to be back. I'm excited for all of it. Yeah, it should be exciting for sure, and uh, we can't wait to watch uh, and see uh, in what directions if these plans actually get um, – if we actually stick to these plans. And um, I think for the most part we will, but I think you are going to see some modifications as um, they'll be necessary to modify with COVID-19. If players test positive, how does that affect teams? Do they get a play? All that fun stuff. Uh, the NFL, they're putting together an action plan to return to training camp. Right now it's scheduled to that they're going to just roll with training camp as usual in, in late July. That has not been affected as of yet. Currently facilities are starting to reopen, but only players who are getting rehab, et cetera, medical treatment are really the only ones allowed in. No coaches allowed in yet. Uh, Sam, the NFL training camp return – uh, I think the NFL is just going to roll in and try to do everything on time here. Yeah, and I, I think their plan is to do everything on time. Of course, it's like everything else in this world. It's just uncertain at this point. Like the MLB, we don't know when they're really coming back. We don't know just what's going to happen with the world, with the NFL, with college football, just just so much uncertainty that they, they'll have a plan in place, but I'm not sure they're going to be able to stick to it. Yeah, and I think the, the, the plan is, you know, to go as usual and if modifications are necessary. Caleb, you, the, the NFL's plans, I, I, I don't want to say that they're going to be modified in terms that they won't be able to start on time, but I'm saying if you have to take out a couple of preseason games, that's probably not an issue. I mean, I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah, I, um, for sure. I think, I mean, I think, in my opinion, I feel that the NFL will go on, but I feel like the MLB may not. And I don't know, it's just because the NFL season is not that many games compared to the MLB with their ton of games, like just so many games and a ton of series throughout the entire season. And I just think that the MLB, it's harder for everybody to agree 
with the money and just just the playing without fans. Like I don't feel like people are cool with that. NFL is different though, because the NFL everybody has guaranteed money that they're going to get, and you know it's not going to be as much as the MLB players will be getting, and they're arguing over money. So I mean I totally understand that, um, but I think the MLB may not go on, which is unfortunate. But NFL, I'm all for it. That kind of transitions us into talking about the MLB's return to action plan. There's really not one. Um, There's really not one as we sit here today. Uh, It was today, uh, June 9th, is when we're recording this, the MLB uh, Players Association, they sent – they're set to send an 89-game proposal that would start the season on July 10th and ended October 11th. That's 93 days to complete 89 games. Um, It did not specify if this – I think games would be played at home ballparks. I don't think they would be going to – a hub or two cities and, and playing like that. I think these would all be played at the home stadiums, obviously probably not in front of crowds at this point, but uh, the MLB, they're still kind of fighting over money. The owners want less games. The players want more games because they want more game checks. Their salary is already going to be prorated because they're not playing the full 162 game season. So they're going to try to squeeze in as many games as possible to get those as many game checks as possible. The owners don't really care if they play or not because regardless, they're still rich because obviously they own an MLB team. So, uh, Sam, I'll start uh, with you, the MLB. I think it's kind of silly that they're arguing over money here. Can we just find some common ground and just move on and just play some baseball? Because regardless, the season's going to be shortened. Whether you play 89 games, 114 games, 48 games, can we just agree on a number here? Well, I, I think the problem is we're looking at it outsider's perspective. What We may look at it differently if you were a player because we would want more money because they're making millions and millions and millions. So why not have more and more games to increase the money? And I think we're just looking at it at a wrong way where we just want baseball and sports to come back. All these players are worrying about feeding their families, worrying about being, being in this kind of virus world and we're just worried about sports yeah um yeah you're exactly right and they really shouldn't be arguing over money caleb uh this proposal here 89 games in a 93 day window i like it because it may it makes more regular season games meaningful and rather the 162 game season a ton of those games don't mean anything but the 89 game season more games mean something. Your thoughts on this 89-game proposal that will be sent to the owners here probably either tonight or tomorrow? Um, you know, to be honest, I just, within the past two years, started getting into baseball. And I, the more I, I've watched it, the more I get into it, and I just become more of a fan than ever. And I want to see it happen. But like I said, I don't think it will happen. But this 89-game proposal – it's not a terrible idea from, from my perspective because I'm not the one getting paid for it. I just want to watch it. You know what I mean? I just want to enjoy sports as much as I can. So, I mean, ending on October 11th, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just – it's a different perspective from us. And I, I agree with Sam, you know, we don't – we're not the ones getting paid. So, why do we have a say-so? You know, it's, it's on the players, really. Yeah, it really is. And 
honestly, I think, I think the MLB has got to get started sooner rather than later because once the NBA comes back, once the NFL starts in August, the MLB could be easily pushed to the side like it is year after year. This is their opportunity, I think, to come back and be at the front and center for a while before the NFL starts. If they can get this started on July 10th, which that date I don't think is going to happen. I think you might see an 89-game win season in 93 days, but it won't be starting on July 10th. It'll be starting later than that because it's – I mean, we're that would be a month away t- tomorrow. I mean, it's June 9th today, and the MLB – hardly has any plans on travel, media, how many media to let in the game, how are these games going to be broadcast, all that stuff. Those plans have to be put in place. The testing, uh, you know, how are we going to arrange the clubhouse for social distancing? How are players going to incorporate social distancing in practice and the other team and what in what happens if there's a fight on the field? Oh, my gosh, everybody's got the virus now. So I think (laughs) – that the 89-game season is feasible, but I don't think it's feasible to start in 30 days as we sit here right now. Um, I think, you know, a big clause in that proposal that I want to get to is the fact that players that are in the high-risk category, uh, immune-compromised players is the big number here. They can opt out, and they could say, you know what, it's too much of a health risk for me. I'm staying out. And if they do opt out, they're entitled to a full service and salary. Now, players without high-risk concerns are not going to be required to be paid if they choose to opt out of this proposed season. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I just hope the MLB can figure it out. I don't know about you guys, but I hope they can just figure it out because they have a chance to be at the forefront of all of this. Well, I think it's just about compromising it, and I'm not sure either side is willing to compromise or what that magic game number is or if they want 70 games, 80 games, whatever that is. I'm just not sure they're close to a compromise yet to where we can say August 1st we're starting. And then because once they have a compromise, they can start planning around it. They can do all these procedures until they get that game and days down and start day down. I'm not sure they can – figure out many plans surrounding uh, baseball. Can, it's going to be interesting. Guys, can, yep. can I ask you guys one thing? How do, how do you feel about this season, like for all sports that happen? How do you feel like it's going to – mainly the NBA and the and MLB. How do you think it's going to affect future seasons? So, like, if, if it starts and ends on this date, like the NBA ended in October, when's the next season going to start? Because it starts shortly after that. Well, we, we talked about this in the last episode, particularly just focusing on the NBA. This proposed um, – or not proposed, but this plan that they're essentially going to go with starting the season back up on July 31st. They would end on October 11th, and then the 2021-2022 season would then start on December 1st. So, yeah, it's a quick turnaround, but uh, coaches and, pl- and owners are going to say, well, I mean, you had from March until, you know, the first of July off. So you should be good to go, which they should. But once you get into like April next year, if you hopefully you're still playing at a consistent rate and we don't have to have another stoppage, then you get into player fatigue and stuff like that. So the, the NBA is planning to turn it around real quick. The MLB, if they're able to get the season in by the first of November 
or before Thanksgiving, I think they'll start on time again for, for uh, 2021. Yeah, and I, I saw recently that the NBA announced they're going to have a short year schedule. So like Grant said, it's going to be a quick turnaround. It's going to be a couple months, not going to be a long break, and then they're going to get back into another season. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, the NHL proposal, it, this is actually an interesting one and kind of, I think, the most interesting format for return that we have seen. Uh, so the NHL and the NL, NHLPA agreed uh, that the qualifying round, they'll have a qualifying round of a 24-team tournament that will be a best-of-five series, and all four playoff rounds will serve as a best-of-seven series. So the 24-team tournament will determine the playoffs, and then four playoff rounds will be seven uh, best-of-seven series. And um, this tournament will not be bracketed, but it will be reseeded after every round. The top four teams in each conference will play three round-robin games each to determine their seeding. The league said any ties at the end of round-robins will be broken by regular season points percentage. So this is an interesting proposal, um, or not proposal, but really kind of plan. I keep saying proposal for whatever reason, but it's a plan that they're going to um, kind of go with here. There's still a lot to figure out. It's not necessarily put in place. Um, you, you have to get those health – protocols, social distancing, all of that stuff put in. Um, but, it, 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 you know, they're going for a full seven-game series instead of five-game series in the first and second round of playoffs. That means the tournament could last as long as 68 days, and time could be, um, you know, a battle for the NHL. So this is an interesting plan. I think it will make the NHL much more interesting uh, to watch. Yeah, and I, I, I think – I don't know if you guys what, – which format do you guys like personally? Because I personally like the NHL better. It brings in more excitement with the playoff format. I, I just think the concept is overall better, in my opinion. I like the NBA's um, – you're, you're asking, like, out of all three sports so far, like, which one? Well, right? yeah, the NBA, NHL, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, I, I think the NBA – is the the best out of all of them because um, I do like the the twenty four team tournament. I think that's pretty that's intriguing. You know, even if you're outside of a hockey, you're not a hockey fan. If you want to, you're like, okay, a tournament. Yeah, I love tournaments. Any any sport, but um, NBA. Um, there's eight games, and then they said they might do. I'm just intrigued with the whole like to find out the the next like the last two teams or last team into the playoffs. I think that's going to be exciting for sure. Yeah, I think all of these playoffs will be more interesting to watch and will have more fan engagement and, and participation because these formats are, or these playoffs are taking new formats. And um, to make the game from the fan aspect more interesting, more games, uh, different style tournament, you're going to have in the NBA a, a chance for teams that were on the outside looking in to be on the uh, inside looking out and um, they're going to have a chance to, to get in. And the MLB is probably going to do some sort of a big playoff. They, they talked about expanding uh, expanded playoffs with this new proposal. It didn't outline exactly, but they did talk about expanded playoffs. The NHL is going to expand playoffs. I think expanded playoffs are good for everyone. Um, 
including the fans, the players, and the owners, because you're getting more games, more revenue, more game checks, and then more TV time for your fans to watch. So I think more playoffs equals a better. If we can all just go to what the NCAA does, a 64-team field, obviously it's not going to be that much for every sports team, but giving those underdogs a chance because what do people like us consumers of sport want? We want the stories, the success stories. Why did we root for the Washington Nationals last year in the World Series? Because of the success story. All of those things is why we watch sports, for the stories, for the success stories. Oh, well, this team did this, 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 and this, and that's how they got to here. So I think more playoffs, the better. More playoff action, the better for everybody. Yeah, but I think the one problem with that is if expanding playoffs was better for everybody, college football would have already done it because they stuck with a four-team format. And other other leagues would have expanded the playoffs already. But I don't think it's as simple as more excitement, more fans. There's more logistics to it. It seems like if you expand the playoffs, it's easier to get in the playoffs. Regular season doesn't mean as much because you go from four to eight or eight to 16, 16 to 24, whatever it is. So I just think it's not as simple as just you can expand from eight to 16 teams or whatever it is. I, True. That, that's a good point. And, you know, it's not as easy if it was, they would have already done it. You're, you're making the regular season less meaningful. And in some aspects that's true, but do we really watch the NBA season closely? We follow our favorite team, but honestly, if you were to tell me that you're just going to take the top 20 teams from the NBA and put them in a uh, playoff bracket, that would be perfectly fine by me. I mean, well, like before you said that, I was going to say that I feel like that's the only league that I feel like the the expanded playoffs wouldn't work because I feel like in college basketball, the these these colleges like they have they're they get a player max probably four years, and that you're not building the team like you are in the NBA. Like you're just like you have you recruit, but like some of these star players go to the NBA in a year or two. You know what I mean? The NBA like you'll add a big name free agent here and there, but like you're building a team, like a bench and starting lineup, everything. And I feel like there's a big um, from the top ten, from the top ten, fifteen teams to the bottom fifteen, or to, from the bottom ten. Like there's a big gap between those because the bottom ten are like not good at all. You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you throw I, them in the playoffs, and there's just no point. There's no point of a regular season at that point, in my opinion. Yeah, that, that's a good point. And you'd have your terrible teams playing your number one seeds, and that would not be fun to watch. And I get that. Um, but I think, too, a part of what makes, you know, March Madness so special, it's, a, you know, it's one loss and you're going home. So yeah. I, think, uh, I, I think that – That would be fun to watch. But a, a the, series, I, that wouldn't be know, fun. That's what I was about to bring up. You know, the NBA doing elimination game. Like the MLB, when they do the, the wild card playing game, like that is fun to watch because it's win or go home. And you see different strategies and all that involved. Now, does the better team come out in a best-of-seven-game series? Yes, they do. But so Cinderella's is what we'd love to see. Uh, golf returns this weekend, Colonial uh, Country Club in Fort Worth, Texas. 
that'll be the first uh, round of golf competitively being played. Uh, that's not uh, the match or, or those charity events that we saw since March 13th when uh, the Players' Championship played the first round with spectators and then was canceled later on that night. Tiger Woods will not play uh, for reasons that really haven't been disclosed. Um, and this is going to be the first return. The Charles Schwab Challenge takes place this weekend. Three majors return are, are left for golf. In August, you start with the PGA Championship, then the U.S. Open, then the Masters uh, in November. So it'll be fun to watch. We got live sports returning, and I can't wait to see what it all brings. Well, Caleb, thanks for for joining us today, and uh, we'll definitely have to have you on again, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be sure to uh, to stay in touch. But thanks again for coming on. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. I'd like to get on some other time. Uh, pleasure was definitely all mine. Sounds great. Sam, you got any final closing comments before we head out this evening? Um, yeah, I, I think this past week I've just realized how much I've taken for granted sports, how much I just knew sports was going to be there. Now that's not there, just watching highlights hasn't been the same for me. Just watching uh, old Pacer highlights or watching Pacers versus Heat uh, conference series. I think just I, I realized – tell you how, how much I took sports for granted each day. Well, you, you start to realize, yeah, how much sports you consume each day. I mean, you really do, whether it's you watch the sports segment on the nightly news and you see the highlights from the Pacers, the Colts, the Cubs, whatever. And then that takes you into, you know, Twitter, looking up game stats or ESPN. And then it, takes you into recording their next game or you don't realize how much sports affects your life until you really start to, you know, till you don't have it and you start to look at how much it did. And uh, quite honestly, you know, in late April, early May, I wasn't missing it too, too much because, you know, I have already gotten over the fact that we weren't having March Madness and stuff. And it was just nice to have a break where, um, you know, it's not go, go, go all the time. And I think, you know, that coronavirus news has kind of taken over that aspect in terms of what media I consume on a daily basis. So I think sports coming back will have in a, it'll, it'll create an escape for everybody and an escape that everyone needs at this point because of, of everything going on. You can tune into a sporting event and hopefully you don't, you're not reminded of the current pandemic that's going on in our country. Um, and I think announcers will do their best to create that escape for the viewers. Yeah, and I, I think it would have been one thing to just have March Madness just canceled, but to have NBA, soccer, golf, uh, college football maybe not happening, just all these sports just taking out or delayed is just has made it like a lot harder. If it was just March Madness, as you said, I would be I'd be okay with it, but it's just all these sports on top of each other just has just like made me miss sports even more. Yep, it has, and uh, but uh, we're gonna look forward to the return, and we're gonna take it on as best as we can. And I tell you what, it's going to be exciting. Sports should be returning about the time that the Straight Up Sports Talk Radio Show is gonna return. So that'll be fun because that show is going to absolutely be electric when we get back in studio. I cannot wait. All right, Sam, we'll talk to you next week and uh, have a good one. Peace. 
That's been Sam Thillman. I'm Grant Covey. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter, Straight Up Sports Talk on Twitter. If you're still listening this far into the episode, we thank you so, so much. I was just looking at some stats. The average listen time we have on this is five minutes. So if you have taken this entire 30 minutes out of your day to listen to us, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Subscribe. That way you don't miss the latest episode. Catch up on previous episodes as well, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Grant Covey for Sam Thillman and Caleb Anglin. Have a great night.